remember, we're giving ourselves a whole year. You don't have to do it all in one week. You don't have to do it all in one month. You can give yourself permission to restart as many times as you need to, but never quit. If I couldn't get started at all, or I kept quitting after a vacation or a couple of weeks, I would look at what I'm doing and ask myself, am I building a prison or am I creating my healthiest, happiest, most free-feeling body and life? I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. All right, welcome to today's episode. I love, love, love talking about all of the things and giving you the roadmap today, talking about dedicating the next year to your body to get amazing results and to keep them. Now, if you're thinking, but I want results in 30 days or I want results like now, this episode is actually still for you because one of the first shifts we need to make is shifting into the idea that it is a journey. You're not gonna get there overnight. Are there some immediate amazing results that you can get? Yes, 100%. We'll talk about those too. But to make a true transformation, we need to think, I'm doing these things. I'm making these changes for longer than 30 days. I'm making these changes for a year. And honestly, hopefully they stick around longer than that because they feel so good and your results are so amazing that you just want to keep going. Let's dive into today's episode. Let me break down this roadmap, what I would do if I was starting from scratch to build an amazing body, a really strong body, a really healthy body over the course of a year. And this could be for you if you're like, I know what to do. Like, I know what Dorothy's going to tell me. But listen, knowing what to do doesn't mean you're doing it. And that's okay. That's another part of the journey. Part of the journey is becoming a person who does it, who knows that they are worth it without a doubt, who knows that they can keep the results, who knows how to do it. And doing it is different from just being a person who knows what they should do. So there may be other obstacles keeping you stuck There may be some mindset pieces. There may be some fears. There may be all sorts of other things. And if you give yourself a year, you're going to be able to uncover these, to shine a light on them, and to keep going. So one of the big things before I dive into this roadmap is when you're thinking about this roadmap and when you're thinking about the things to do for yourself and your body, and I'm just going to pick a somewhat generic goal of losing weight. Maybe it's body recomposition. Maybe it's more muscle, less fat. Maybe it's more muscle. Maybe it's just changing some habits. Whatever your goal is, 
I want you to think about, are you building to reach your goals or are you building a prison where you feel so stuck that there's like no escape and it doesn't feel good to live there? So we want to create a place where we are reaching our goals and we're feeling good in the process. We're building more freedom, more sustainability into our lives. A lot of times when we go to lose weight, we sort of build this prison for ourselves where it's like we can't go out to eat with friends. We have to say no to ice cream with our kids. We can never feel like comfortable just enjoying food. And you don't want to build yourself a prison. That's not how you want to live for the rest of your life. So this roadmap, it has to fit your life. So take the pieces that you feel like you can do and start to lay the groundwork. And if any of this feels hard or impossible, like sometimes we can be so resistant to change and just even thinking about it from a place of building more freedom into your life while you reach your goals versus having to go about it by building a really restrictive plan. Sometimes we can even resist that mindset and just changing our mindset is such a huge piece to view the process, the journey as a place where we can feel good along the way before we get to our goals is so, so important. So with that being said, I am going to walk you through six pieces that I would really double down on over this next year. And of course, you got to make it doable as well. So Number one, you've got to prioritize seven to eight hours of sleep a night. You've got to say like, my sleep is more important than this hour of Netflix. And I know we can sometimes do revenge TV watching because we feel so sort of upset that we haven't had any time for ourselves all day that we steal the time and we're stealing it from ourselves when we're stealing it from sleep. So prioritizing sleep having an evening routine to be able to go to sleep, not wasting an hour scrolling on your phone, whatever you're doing at the end of the day that you feel like you weren't able to have time for, how can you fit that into your day in other ways? Here are some examples. So one, scrolling on social media. I've tried to eliminate this as much as possible in so many different ways. I have completely deleted the TikTok app because I just... For social media myself, I've just optimized Instagram and Facebook. And then I know I'm going to scroll. I have some Facebook groups. I love reading the comments in Instagram reels. Like I love some of those. I love some of the positive mindset. So I know that I'm going to do that. So instead of trying to fool myself and say like, no, no, I can't do that. And then it sucks my time away. I'm like, okay, I'm going for this walk. And while I'm walking my dog, I'm scrolling social media and that is my dedicated social media time. When it comes to watching TV shows, for this period in my life, I have just sort of like, all right, we're doing a family movie on the weekend. I've sort of given up really trying to watch series or movies on Netflix that I might love that I'd have to fully pay attention to. But I do love a good reality TV show that maybe I don't have to watch to see like anything specific, but I can also sort of multitask 
And I do that while I fold laundry or while I'm making dinner because then I'm still getting that time in that downtime for my brain where I'm relaxing, but I'm also getting something done that I need to get done. So prioritize your sleep is important. If you can figure out what is sucking away your time from sleep, can you fit those things in earlier in the day? For me, scrolling social media, watching Netflix, those were things that I was sacrificing sleep for. So instead, I'm like, okay, can I, what amount would be enough for me to get a little bit in during the day? And then at night, like sleep time, cut it off. Also having an evening routine, whether it's a nighttime meditation, reading a book, laying with your kids, whatever it is to sort of calm your nervous system and like unwind, journal, write something positive, listen to a positive affirmation, whatever it is, that is awesome as well. Number two, the second thing I would do is prioritize strength training at least three times a week. Now, again, I'm talking about if I was starting from scratch right now, like I already do these things. I've like worked these in. But if you're really starting from scratch, you could say two times a week. My fear with only starting with two times a week is one, it's not as effective. And two, there are so many more days in a week where you're not working out than when you are working out that that momentum of not working out might be stronger. So I would prioritize three times a week. You can do more 100%, but lock in at least three times a week. This could be three full body workouts, especially if you're focused on weight loss. This could be one full body day, one lower body day, one upper body day. There's a few different ways you could break it up, but lifting weights focusing on getting stronger. This is not jumping jacks. This is not cardio. This is weights. It can be circuit training. It can be gym workouts at least three times a week, especially as we age. Building muscle mass and maintaining muscle mass is going to make it way easier to lose fat. It's going to set your hormones up for so much more success. So I would make that a priority. Number three, getting at least five to 10K steps a day. With the majority of the days being at least 8K and like find yourself a non-negotiable minimum, I, based on the science that's coming out, I would set a non-negotiable minimum of at least 5K steps a day. Now, if you set that minimum at 5K steps a day and day after day you're not hitting it, there's a very good chance you quit. We don't like feeling failure. Like your ego is going to keep you safe. So if you're aiming for 5K and that's not happening, lower the bar instead of quitting. What does it look like? How often do you have to move? How far do you have to walk to get at least 3K steps a day? Once that's going pretty well, like, okay, at least 3K steps a day with the majority being 5K. If that feels good, okay, can I make my minimum 5K? Can I get at least 8K? Honestly, 8K to 10K, like, can you get more? Yes, 100%. Do what feels good to you. The more, the better. But there's like a slight law of diminishing returns. The biggest bang for your buck is getting up to at least 8K a day. Number four, I would add in at least 20 grams of protein to every meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Some meals could have more. If you find that you're having like no protein at breakfast, 
I would start there and just try to find some protein you enjoy for breakfast. Depending on how many calories you're taking in, if you're older, if you're not as hungry, maybe your goal is a lower protein goal. But if your goal is weight loss, if you're in your 40s, 30s, 50s, 80 grams, like 110 grams a day would be an amazing place to be consistently. But if you want to break it down even to something even more manageable, if you think at least 20 grams of protein at every meal, some meals, lunch, dinner, odds are you're just naturally going to get more. It's going to make it so much easier to meet that goal. Again, start with where you're at. When it comes to fat loss, calories are king, but then protein is queen, helping you stay full and satisfied to helping you maintain muscle mass and helping you lose fat. So it's going to make it easier also to eat in a calorie deficit. Number five, this one is not talked about nearly enough. And honestly, a whole episode is coming up on this topic because it is so, so important. Focus on my nervous system, my stress response. Stress raises cortisol, depending on the time of day. So cortisol sometimes gets a bad rap. Like it's normal for cortisol to rise a little bit in the morning. But also if it's a constant, you know, stress trigger throughout the day where your cortisol is constantly elevated, you're going to hold more water weight. You're going to feel more frustrated that you're not losing weight on the scale. More stress can equal more stress eating. And honestly, you just can't maintain this like go, go, go constant stress forever. So focusing on calming and relaxing your nervous system is such an important piece. Like if you can start putting pieces in place to feel happier and calmer, you're going to like who you are better. I know when I made this a huge priority, like I felt calmer and way easier to manage my emotions with my kids. It was a lot of work. So let me just say like, there's a whole episode coming up on this, but I want to lay it out for you. And I want to bring in some science and have some like links for you to go to too. But across the board, reduce stress. Bare minimum, come up with some ways to cope with stress. But if you can proactively change how you handle stress and how you perceive stress, that's even more amazing. And then number six, restart as many times. Remember, we're giving ourselves a whole year. You don't have to do it all in one week. You don't have to do it all in one month. You can give yourself permission to restart as many times as you need to, but never quit. If I couldn't get started at all, or I kept quitting after a vacation or a couple of weeks, I would look at what I'm doing and ask myself, am I building a prison or am I creating my healthiest, happiest, most free-feeling body and life? And look at what you're doing because your plan, it needs to fit your life. It can't just be trying to squeeze yourself into this box to do the things, but feel miserable. If I felt like I knew what to do, but I wasn't doing it, looking at that mindset piece and giving yourself a little bit of grace, shame is never going to get you farther. Sometimes we can feel like we know what to do, but we aren't doing it. And then we feel shame and guilt. And that just creates more of us not, not doing the things. So one, give yourself grace. And then check your want power over willpower. How much do you really want it? Once you figure out what you want, like ask yourself why, like is your why 
is your why deep enough? If your why doesn't make you want to cry, like sometimes we won't even try. I love that rhyming motto. For a lot of the women I work with, they have seen either their parents, you know, getting into their old age and struggling with their weight. They've realized that carrying extra weight feels harder and heavier on their body as we get into menopause and beyond, you know, extra weight gain and being in menopause can increase our risks of a lot of diseases. So partially like scale aside, looking in the mirror aside, like living a long, healthy life, thinking about your kids and being a good role model for them. Like, how do you want them to live? How do you want them to talk to and treat their body? So what do you really want? Like, what's the long-term end goal? And if you really connect with that, odds are it's going to be deeper than just lose five pounds or just look good in this bikini on vacation. Although I am not underestimating how good and amazing it feels to put on a bikini or a swimsuit while you're on vacation and feel confident in the mirror and feel confident like hanging out by the pool and not overly stressing about food, but knowing that you can fit in foods you want and still maintain progress and knowing that you can always get back to what you're doing, but give yourself time. Know that this is a journey. Commit to a full year. If you are feeling like getting started now, if you're feeling like, yes, I want to do it. I want to do these things. I want to make sure I stay the course. I stay committed. 90 days from now, there are women just like you who are going to be down pounds, inches because they took action, because they started now and they didn't, they might have looked towards the end goal in 90 days, but they also asked themselves, where do I want to be one year from now? And they knew that to truly get there a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, they have to take a different approach, a more long-lasting, sustainable approach. And if that's you, I would love to support you in coaching, whether it's group coaching with a personalized approach or whether it's one-to-one coaching where you get everything from group coaching, plus you get that extra support, those extra one-to-one calls to really break through some limiting beliefs, to really change your habits to really challenge yourself to become the absolute best version of you. So if that's you, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook about coaching. You can also find more information in the show notes. If you found this episode helpful, pay it forward, like it, leave a review, share it with a friend. Your support means the world to me. And I hope this message gets out to more women so they can give it a full year and truly transform their lives instead of the typical two weeks, 30 days, couple months before they're right off track again and looking to start over. So that is it. I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses. And to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.